Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. And a Friday. Hope you're all doing well, getting ready for the weekend, still working on games and such. And, you know, I was thinking about licensed... Actually, I was thinking about a lot of things, but licensed games came into my head. I mean, the role-playing games that are based on a a different property, a TV show, or a or a movie, or something like that. How do you adjust it to suit your own purposes. I think there are a lot of licensed games out there in that respect that get it right. And whatever they get wrong is easy to fix. So, for instance, the Star Wars. Star Wars has been through many, many, many iterations. But the one that's always favorite to me and to a lot of you is the D6 Star Wars, the first one that came out. And that had a mother of supplements. My goodness, there was a lot of supplements for that. And it just seems like everybody seemed to have trouble with the aspect of the Force. And I've heard people change things around and adapt it and house rule it to their game, which is not bad. But there's a game with a rabid, huge rabid following uh, uh, property, I should say, a licensed property, where other... Other companies who've had the license, I understand the uh, current one, Edge of the Empire and all those, they pretty much get it get it pretty pretty well. But it's just that nostalgia for, for the D6 one that I just, you know, I love. But apparently some people listen and they change things. But then there's, there's, other, there's other properties out there like, well... The Conan RPG, I don't know much about that, but I do know Astonishing Swordsmen and Sorcerers of Hyperborea. This topic came in my head because pretty much AS is, Astonishing Swordsman is pretty much a a Howard Lieber type, a Howard, uh, you know, type of game. And so it could be Conan the RPG and I did a review of it on my video channel, Old Man Grognard Reviews. And somebody asked me, well, why do you feel that it captures... Uh, wh- why do you like it? Why do you think that it does Pulp Fantasy best? And you know, I racked my brain and I couldn't think of anything. I'm sure there is something out there that I haven't think about. I have to think about. But at the moment, it just feels right. That's all I can say is it just feels right. you got to understand something about me. I don't usually follow logic, in case you haven't figured that out already. Because to me, logic is good if you can come up with it. I can't. I tend to go, some people say, some people say they lead with their heart. I lead with my gut. It's just a gut feeling. This is why I had so much trouble just trying to decide why I didn't really care for 5th edition. It was just a gut feeling that I just didn't care for it. Now, I I later came up with some, to me, valid reasons why, and it all has to do with my personal preference. But at the same time, there's a lot of things I do. See, it drives my wife crazy, too. So I, I just do a lot of things out of a gut feeling that, 
I'm right or it should be done or something like that. So defending my position, this is why I don't get into arguments. This is why I don't argue with people because I'd have to defend my position and I can't. I mean, I can, but it's always a variation of, well, that's what I think should have been done. And that's what my gut feeling feels. So that's, that got me thinking about licensed games. You know, why do you, what, what's right and what's wrong with licensed games? I know in the video game market, there's a lot of duds, but there's also some good ones too. What, what other what other games are out there licensed? Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, I love playing and running Ghostbusters. But I had to fix a few things. I usually use Ghostbusters International because they fixed a problem which I really hate. And Marvel, Marvel, TSR's Marvel does the same thing. I do not like the idea of a point system for hit points that is the same for experience. They use them for experience points because they say you get like karma points and your karma can go up and down and you can spend karma to do things in game, things like that, kind of like a a hero point system or whatever. But at the same time, you've got to use them to save them up to make your character better. And that goes for both Marvel TSR Marvel and Ghostbusters. And to me, they should be two separate things because I'm not going to be penalized because I have to use a Benny in the game that's supposed to count towards my experience. My experience is my experience. And I've been trained. Well, I've been trained and I've also had the opinion you do not take away experience points once you give them. That goes for D&D. That goes for any other game. Because you just don't do it. It's not right. I don't feel like it's right. Once again, my gut feeling. Because people earn that. If you're going to do something like that and you're unhappy with them or they do something stupid or dumb, what you do is you give them less experience points at the time. But you don't say, I'm taking away 500 experience points. I would never do that to anybody. Ever. There may be some people who disagree with me, but that's the way I feel. And you shouldn't use something that you're using for basically a Benny in a game for experience. It should be two separate things. The other thing I did was I I took, and you know, I'm not above stealing from other media because I played the Ghostbusters video game for when my grandsons had the Wii. They had the Ghostbusters video game. And I played it, and there was there was a move in there that the role-playing game really lacked that I added, because getting the ghosts into the trap, you got to reduce their ectoplasmic essence, or whatever the hell they called it, to like zero, and then you pull out the trap, and you trap the ghost. Well, it takes forever and a day to do that. I mean, even long... I mean, battles can... To me... Fights can go on way longer than they should in that game. So they had a maneuver in the video game that I borrowed that I sort of wrote up and put with with, uh, Ghostbusters is the fact that you could do a slam attack with a ghost. Now, usually it's, you know, take the proton pack, fire, 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 hit it, you get like a a D6, 
you can get a D4 or a D6 of ectoplasm away from them. You know, you know, you hit them for that much, and then you know you get them down to zero and you get the trap out and boom, you're ready. But I found that too slow. Like I said, I think fights can go on way too long that way. So I took the slam attack from the Ghostbusters video game and wrote it up, which is basically you do a grab maneuver with the proton pack with the wand and you grab the ghost you get it tangled up in your energy there and then you just start slamming it against wall because it makes it it makes it corporeal while you're enough it's corporeal enough in in entangling it so you can slam it against the wall and slam it against the ceiling and slam it on the floor and this that and that knocks out like 2d6 ectoplasm but then you have to roll on every turn to make sure you can hold on to that ghost to do that. So at the top of your turn, every time you roll, you roll the hit, the hit again, just to make sure you've got still got the ghost. You just slam it again. So that's how you do it that way. So that's the way I work with Ghostbusters. And there are other, if there are other games out there that you, you know, licensed games that you think you could add or subtract to, or there's something wrong with it that you could fix, let me know about this. This is interesting. I'd like to, I'd like to, you know, like if there are other licensed games out there that you can jerry rig, basically. So give me a, give me a, drop me an email at oldmangrognar at gmail.com or drop me a voicemail over at Anchor for that. And I'm going to go start my day. And I also want to say we are monetized. So if as little as 99 cents a month, you can help support this program. And I would thank you. Thank you, Jonathan. And thank you, Oliver, for being my two supporters so far. You guys, you guys rock. So until I see you next time, keep the dice warm. And I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.